to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. I have only one objective with today's show. I'm not a bodybuilder, and I don't presume to be. I know a lot of bodybuilders, and I love a lot of bodybuilders. I know a lot of great people. Um, bodybuilding has been a part of my life from the standpoint of its potential health benefits that training endows the human physiology with. But the sport of bodybuilding is a different story. It's a very, very extreme sport. And I'm not here to tell you that anabolic steroids are bad. Because the truth is, anabolic steroids in a vacuum are not bad. My only objective with today's show is to do one thing. If I, if I, if, if I achieve this with the hour that I spend with this genius of a man, Dr. George Tuliatos, in just a moment. It's, I hope that after today's show bodybuilders start looking at blood pressure medication the same way they do as finasteride for DHT symptoms or aromatase inhibitors uh, or any of the other ancillaries that they buy on research chemical websites that they have no problem buying. They don't feel embarrassed to buy or they, they, they have no issues using. But blood pressure medication for some reason is, is one that should be looked at as an ancillary, but it's not. It's not. And that's my only objective with today's show. I want guys to start going, you know, I'm going to go to that research chemical website and I'm going to also buy some blood pressure medication. How are you doing, Dr. George Tuliatos, all the way from Athens, Greece? How are you? I'm fine, Carl. Thank you one more time for the invitation. And it's good to speak about this subject because it's a shame, frankly, uh, we're losing guys year by year. And it's almost uh, around 10 people that have passed away since 2011. I guess there's a list in T-Nation that includes Americans and other guys from uh, Europe as well. I met a few of them. And I grew up with the legendary uh, um, shows. And ironically, this is a dangerous sport, an extreme sport that uh, leads to the side effects take a few years in order to appear. And uh, nobody, of course, believes that in his 20s until his middle 30s. And then it starts rolling, you know, and uh, the number one uh, killer is the heart and then it's the brain. So it's the heart attacks and then we have the strokes. Well, I, I do. I, I have to. I have to say that my research shows it's heart and then kidneys in bodybuilders. Well, you don't have. You don't die of a kidney failure in the first place. You you go into dialysis, mm -hmm. and then uh, you manage this. You can live also. You can survive with one kidney. The point is, a hemorrhagic stroke can uh, leave you paralyzed. Okay, in in a good in a good in a good scenario, uh, an ischemic stroke is has a better prognosis. Uh, but, the, you know, the heart attack can, give you in a heart, can kill you in a heartbeat. And the heart failure means uh, graduate decline of the heart. 
that leads to death. And this is the cause, I think, of Greg Kovacs and people with very enlarged hearts due to massive. You know, look, uh, look at, look at, okay, so just, just recently we had, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, why, uh, Rich Piana. His heart, they said his heart was so big. And, and, did, and, 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 and just so everybody understands what we're talking about here, right? People, he are, po- people are posting, yeah, well, hold on. P- people are posting in the thread about cholesterol. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking today about hemodynamics, okay? 99% of competitive bodybuilders out there today, and even some recreational bodybuilders who use gear, have high blood pressure. They either don't know or they don't care. They think they, they think that I don't care because I'm going to be as big as I can if I die at 38. Yeah, when you're 37, all of a sudden 38's not so far away. Then you start, you're going to change your mind about how quick you want to die. But look, there's guys out there that are taking testosterone and aromatase inhibitors. They don't even know what their estradiol levels are. But somebody at the gym said, well, if you're going to take a gram of test, you got to take you know a half a milligram of anastrozole every third day. And they just do it. Somebody needs to say, oh, yeah, and you also need a, 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 a calcium channel blocker to, like, keep your blood pressure down so that your heart doesn't get so big and so stretched out of shape. It's called, it's called dilated cardiomyopathy that you drop dead. Estrogen's not going to kill you, but your heart will. Well, uh, sky-high estrogens can lead to clotting. But uh, what you mentioned, the dilated cardiomyopathy is a classic side effect of the chronic GH abuse. So the heart changes the, the shape. It's, it's called organomegaly and cardiomegaly, especially. And the hemodynamics and the, and the function of the heart declines. Now, what happens to all steroid users and all serious lifters is the thickening of the left ventricle, called left ventricle hypertrophy or LVH. This practically means that the thicker the wall of the ventricle, the smaller the, the smaller the volume of, of the of the ventricle. Right. Therefore, the less of the blood it comes to the periphery through the aorta. So this means a decline in cardiac output and also in ejection fractions. So in other words, how efficiently the heart pumps and how much blood is going to the tissues. Moreover, a, a thicker wall has greater demands in oxygen supply. So it's easier to have any ischemic effect. Right. And, and so... And- and that this is a this is also uh, a classic uh, symptom of weightlifting, even without anabolic steroids. Yeah, high intensity, high intensity. Yeah, because yeah. the heart, the heart, the heart wall has to Valsalva. People don't realize when you've got heavy weight on you and you're pushing against it, your blood pressure could go up to eight hundred over six hundred for moments at a time. That's called Valsalva. So the heart goes, wow, if you're going to do this all the time, I got to get stronger. I got to build more muscle tissue. Well, if you're not, if you're not doing cardio because you're worried about the two grams of muscle you're going to lose from doing cardio and you're not allowing the heart to relax, cardio actually allows the heart to relax and stretch open. Then what happens is, as Dr. George is pointing out, the sinus gets smaller. The vault gets smaller. So it has to pump faster and faster. To, to, to keep the same volume of blood going, and you, you're, you're on train to a heart attack. Now, on the contrary, the marathon runner has a, a, a heart with thinner, with thinner ventricular wall and larger volume of ventricles that pumps efficiently to the periphery with lesser heartbeats because there is an economy of bidding, you know? Okay, okay. 
So let let's so, let me ask you a question. You have been a lifelong bodybuilder. You are a physician. You're a medical doctor, and you are an international expert when it comes to anabolic steroid use in sports. What is it about blood pressure and blood pressure medication that the bodybuilder goes, uh, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. What are they worried about? Are they worried that they won't be able to lift heavy weights, that they won't be able to make gains? I mean, and is that true? If, I, if I'm taking blood pressure medication to counteract the changes in my physiology from the high androgen use, am I going to be weaker? No way. But the blood pressure medication is something prescribed by a cardiologist or internal medicine pathologist. Now, the fundamental growth uh, elevation of blood pressure comes from aldosterone release from anabolic androgenic steroids. That means this... Uh, Mineral corticosteroid uh, is responsible for water and uh, for sodium and water re- retention as a result of this. And this is how uh, steroids elevate blood pressure, but accordingly to the dose. Then we have also aromatization to those steroids that aromatize, and aromatization is linked with water retention and edema. And uh, we also have uh, the thickening of the blood because the hematocrit and hemoglobin elevates. Mm-hmm. And with this, this thicker blood uh, forces more pressure to the lumen of the arteries. Higher viscosity. It's harder to push it. Yeah, it, it, it it's like yes. it's the difference between pushing water and pushing mud. Think about that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Moreover, the heart has to push harder the thicker blood to the periphery. And... Um, also, another fact is that anabolic steroids elevate a clotting factor named fibrinogen, and this is uh, responsible for clotting, something that also uh, smoke and nicotine elevate. Okay? And, and sleep apnea, and a lot of bodybuilders have sleep apnea, because that's another, sleep apnea also thickens the blood through a D-dimer. Uh, in, yeah, in, yes, in, in yes, sleep. because sleep apnea is uh, linked with hypoxia, EPO release. Right. And, uh, yes. Okay. So now, now, but what about this? Some of the very powerful androgens like trenbolone, right? Trenbolone. When I, whenever I use trenbolone, my pulse within the first day of the first injection, my pulse would go up. My blood pressure would go up through the roof. Uh, these, uh, this is not necessarily from uh, fluid retention. This is from direct effect of the androgen receptor on the heart, increasing the stroke, increasing the stroke harder and harder. This and was something like, like that Patrick Arnold developed this theory that trembolone and fluoxymesterone, so trend and halo testing, these are the ver- very dry drugs that use spring contest. And they, they, although the fact they do not aromatize, they elevate blood pressure. And the reason is because of an enzyme, 11 hydroxylase, I believe, that is shut off. And then uh, this is a protective mechanism for the kidney to react to cortisol. But anyway, there's a complex mechanism, and these two steroids are responsible for the shutdown of this enzyme and the formation of another corticosteroid that eventually elevates blood pressure. And even though you don't have estradiol production, uh, uh, you you have a, a high blood pressure. But also mind that trembolone is very androgenic, and also how testing is very androgenic. And perhaps androgenicity is also linked with more force, more power, more strength, and this builds also a thicker heart wall that in turn leads to blood pressure. So it's direct, indirect mechanism. So the reality is that you, these drugs that we use to get bigger and stronger, they make you bigger and stronger. But at the same time, 
the heart takes a beating. The other thing that takes a beating, when blood pressure goes up, kidney damage goes up, correct? Yes, to the glomerulus, uh, to the, to glomerulus filter, yes. And people with high blood pressure elevate creatinine. There was an autopsy, and I, I saw that this is probably about 15, 20 years ago, of a, of a guy who was on uh, oral anabolic steroids for most of his life. And when they did the autopsy, they took his kidneys out, and each of his kidneys was the size of a cow's heart. Each kidney was huge, like this. And they said that this was from chronic, untreated high blood pressure. Now think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. It could have been treated. It could have been treated. It could have been treated his whole life. And his kidneys would have never done that. See, this, this, is, this, this show is very simple today. This show is not going to be earth shattering. What I hope that this show does is makes bodybuilders out there who right now are using cycles, lifting heavy, think to themselves, I know, I'm going to go buy a blood pressure cuff, and you could buy the little wrist cuff at Walgreens, and I'm going to start checking my blood pressure and find a place to do it, have your arm at the same height every single time and check it, and if it's consistently high, go get yourself a prescription for blood pressure medication. Don't You don't even have to tell your doctor you're using gear. Just say, you know, I've been checking my blood pressure. It's very high. Let him put you on blood pressure meds. You're not going to lo- lose strength. You're not going to lose muscle. You're not going to be less aggressive in the gym. All you're going to do is live longer. You're going to be able to be a bodybuilder longer. You have less headaches. Yeah, less headaches. I mean, this is stupid. This is just stupid. We are some of the most intelligent people on the planet. We're like friggin' scientists. We understand physiology. We understand pharmacology. We know what this drug does and what that drug does. When we go to parties and we talk, people are amazed. They're like, are you a doctor? But this one thing, this one thing makes us stupid. This one thing. That was, for some reason, there's some sort of mental block. Like, oh, no, if I get on blood pressure medicine, I'm a pussy. No, you're smart. You're very smart. That's what it means. Blood pressure is a silent killer. It's a silent killer, especially the systolic blood pressure that reflects to the to the cerebral blood flow and the hemorrhagic stroke. For instance, somebody goes and squats 500 pounds, he can undergo a cerebral rupture of the blood pressure because of the blood pressure. Okay, and that's it. You don't need something more. Look, look, uh, um, people get aneurysms. They die from aneurysms every day. Not, they don't know. They're sitting at their desk. All of a sudden, they go, ouch, and then their head falls on the desk, and they're dead. They have an aneurysm in their brain. You know what an aneurysm is the result of? Weakening of a blood vessel under the constant increases of hemodynamic load. It's like if you had a, an old bicycle that had a tube in it and the tire would get a bubble. That's, a, that's an aneurysm. When that popped, the whole tire went flat people get aneurysms from this stuff. They they have strokes from this stuff. They clearly have heart failure. If they live long enough and their bodybuilders long enough and they're on gear long enough and they don't do something about their blood pressure long enough, they will die of heart failure or a heart attack. It, it, it's, it's, this is, this is math guys. Two plus two is four, but you can do something about it. I, I want to see research chemical companies start carrying blood pressure medication, just the way they carry aromatase inhibitors and ketotefin and all the other crap. Yeah, I want to say something about the aneurysm. Uh, 
the thing, the the aneurysm means that uh, a certain a certain area of the arterial wall is weaker, therefore it can rupture. Now, what contributes to that is also blood pressure, but because sometimes we're born with the aneurysm, but smoking also mm-hmm. makes more fragile the arterial wall and especially the middle layer of the smooth muscle. And uh, that's why it's called atherosclerosis. Means sclerotin in Greek means hardening. Okay, and this can be easier ruptured and uh, is more fragile, of course. Another thing I want to say is that growth hormone increases collagenic fibers formation, and the more growth hormone you're using, the more elastic fibers you have. This is something that was demonstrated in the clinic I was working. While at the moment I was using GAs, they perform an ultrasound in my brachial artery. And was uh, much more elastic and it has more um, collagenic fibers that contribute to elasticity. Also, cardiovascular exercise contributes to elasticity of the arteries. However, lifting weights does not. So it's better to do cardio for your blood pressure and lower blood pressure instead of lifting weights. Otherwise, uh, both of them. I have a friend who's in his 40s now. And he has been using gear for most of his adult life. He was uh, on track to be a pro football player. He blew out his knee. Uh, He was amazing in college. He's so strong. He's so strong. Uh, And we were just talking about this over the weekend. And his blood pressure is 170. I'm sorry, 107 over uh, over 72. And I said to him, how do you you keep your blood pressure so low? Because I know what he uses. He said, I do an hour to two hours of cardio every single day. He goes, and I love it. He goes, I go out for a walk. I go out. I pull a sled. I go out for a run. He goes, I do mad cardio. And I said, why do you do your cardio? He goes, because I don't want to die of a heart attack. Now, this is, look, this is, people out there are going to go, I'm not doing two hours of cardio a day. Then then stop using the gear. Stop being a bodybuilder. Because there's there's a responsibility with everything you do. And I'm telling you. The more people that die of heart attacks in the sport, the more the sport looks like a smarmy, drug-infested circus instead of a real sport. If, if, if football players died of heart attacks as frequently as bodybuilders, and, and by the way, pro wrestlers, who most of them come from bodybuilding, uh, do, uh, there, would be, there would be an inquisition in, in football. They'd be like, why are all these football players dying of, of heart attacks? Another benefit. Good. Another benefit of the cardio is that it establishes the collateral situation, which is a vascular network that, sur- that surrounds the heart, and it's responsible for oxygen supply during myocardial infarction. Okay, so uh, it's an extra oxygen supply under a heart attack. And also, yes, uh, cardio is supposed to elevate HDL, the good cholesterol, and also lower uh, insulin resistance, as you know, to glycerides. Uh, yes. Cardio is necessary not just for losing calories and burning fat, but also for the heart, for the cardiovascular health. It's a must. And one, one, one increases eccentric and one increases concentric yes. Uh, yes. force of the heart. And what people don't understand about the heart is the heart is like a bellows. The muscles have to open it up to widen it, just the same way the muscles have to cro- close it up to compress it when you're lifting weights. When you do cardio, it's it's opening up wider and wider and wider. It's making that sinus that's getting smaller and smaller, 
actually get wider and wider. It's counteracting the, the thickening of the wall. The wall is stretching more and more, and the sinus is getting larger and larger, and your ejection fraction will increase over time. It's not going to happen overnight. But you, people need to understand that lifting weights, power lifter, whatever you are, if you're not doing cardio, you are setting yourself up for to be standing there one day and grab your chest and go, oh, and that's it. You're going to just drop dead. I- I'm sorry. And it's time for people to, like, start talking about this. I- again, I want to see research chemical companies start carrying uh, uh, um Blood pressure medication, because we're all so smart. We know just how much anestrozole to take. We know just how much of this to take. We can figure it out. In fact, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want you to list the different um, blood pressure medications that doctors use, what they do, and what the type of standard dosing is to get people's blood pressure under control. Okay? Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Dr. George Tuliatos. Sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity. And in today's environment, with all the artificial light we're exposed to, there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue blocking glasses. And there's only one blue blocking glasses that I will trust ever, and that's Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X. If you go to the website blueblocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function watch tv work on your computer but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks b-l-u-b-l-o-x tonight put them on at 7 p.m and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had if you've never used them before you are missing out blueblocks.com Use the code SHR15 to save 15% off. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. CanSee eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Cansee Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Cansee Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. There's a phenomenon today. So many of us sit for hours each day. Slowly, our bodies respond by shortening certain muscles. The psoas gets shorter and shorter over time. It leads to lower back problems, stiffness when standing, and inhibits your running performance. Now there's psoright.com. That's P-S-O hyphen R-I-T-E dot com. Sorite is a device that allows you to stretch your psoas muscle and return them to normal function. And it does it better than any stretching movement or chiropractic adjustment can. You can use it in your home, office, or at the gym. Experience what thousands of people already know. Check out PSO hyphen R-I-T-E dot com and save 20% off when you use the code SHR. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip 
Cookie Chunk and Crunchy Crumble is custom made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone? booster that works check out boomstick whatever you need you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at redcon one go to redcon1.com that's r-e-d-c-o-n the number one.com or go to superhumanradio.net and click the redcon one banner ad today spit that out right now this is the superhuman channel if i sound grumpy it's because my eye is killing me today it's so distracting. I just want to. I want to. I want to pluck it out and eat it and say goodbye to pain, <clears throat> but I can't. I want to also mention something else. Sorite.com, P-S-O-R-I-T-E.com. They have currently a twenty percent off deal at the website. So the coupon code SHR twenty will get you an additional twenty percent off any of their uh, self-massaging units. So that's 40% off. It's almost 50% off. So go to pso-rite.com. Take advantage of that current 20% off. Add an additional 20% off by using SHR20 as the coupon code. Um, Thank you for saying that, Iris. Iris says this is riveting. She's listening live. Iris is in her 70s, and she looks amazing. You can see from her picture. She's a lifelong advocate of physical culture because it, it, it makes you healthy. And, uh, and this is this is an important discussion. So, George, uh, there are some uh, blood pressure medication that would not be appropriate for a weightlifter, as you pointed out off the air to me, like an uh, like a, um, a beta blocker. Correct. Well, beta blockers are efficiently, for, and they are very promising for those who have left ventricular hypertrophy because they lower the submaximal heart rate. Therefore, your heart beats in a lower uh, heart rate, and in this way, the heart adapts to a lesser frequency of beating and intensity, of course. Therefore, it gets thinner. And also, also left ventricular hypertrophy is linked with blood pressure. Um, actually, a thicker heart uh, can lead to elevation of uh, blood pressure. Uh, but beta blockers uh, can also lower your heart rate. In, this is what they, they, they lower. They lower the maximal heart rate, right? So, like, uh, yeah, so what, yeah, what the snipers use and uh, the shooters in order to control their breathing, and uh, in uh, you know, also in Olympic games, this is how they cheat. Right now, um, the classic is the angiotensin converting enzyme inhibitors. Angiotensin renin is an enzyme that takes place uh, in. Uh, in kidneys and uh, and uh, deals with the blood pressure. Then we have the calcium channel blockers, and then we have the diuretics that are responsible for flashing uh, blo- uh, flashing blo- uh, volume and contribute to hypovolemia through the urine. Therefore, when you use um, diuretics, you kind of feel fatigue because you have a lot a loss of uh, plasma from you. And this is how indirectly they work, the diuretics. Um, but diuretics work efficiently, very, very abruptly. 
and they can lower blood pressure. For instance, uh, when you have a, a, an intense case of elevation. Uh, now, but, also, but, di- but diuretics diuretics shouldn't be the go to to lower blood pressure, right? It should be like an ACE inhibitor. Uh, yes. First, first step. That's medication. That's medication. Yes. What are, uh, what, are the, what are the doses, uh, doctor? Uh, lowering, lowering of salt intake takes, uh, take, uh, plays a role because it. Uh, we know that salt is responsible stimulating. Uh, I mean, salt is re- is uh, related with aldosterone. Okay, aldosterone is responsible for water and sodium retention. Uh, now, uh, according to the doses, now this is uh, up to cardiology. You know, it's not my field. Uh, my brother. But, but see, this, so this is the problem, as I see it, right? Bodybuilders are not going to walk into a cardiologist's office. They're not going to walk should, into their. They, do- have, they have to perform an ultrasound anyway to check their heart. Yes, of course. How it beats the rhythm, the wall. If they, if it's thick, this is a classic. I mean, every year a bodybuilder who uses gear has to undergo uh, an ultrasound in order to see. If you have left ventricular hypertrophy, if the valves work efficiently, how the rhythm is, how the systolic function is, how the the, the diet. But see, this function. is but this is this is where we're losing people, and I'll tell you why. I, I know I know what I'm talking about. The, 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 these these bodybuilders. Okay, maybe the pros, right? Maybe the, the top pros. They're going to go. They, they have a cardiologist, maybe. Bodybuilders who here must undergo at least once a year ultrasound. This is a must. ECG is not enough. ECG will tell you if you have a heart attack, but this is too late already. But uh, ultrasound will, will reveal the way that your heart works and beats. If it goes, if, it, if something goes well or not. And then you have the stress test. That under the stress test, you're uh, linked with ECG, and uh, the cardiology evaluates all the all the functions of the heart. And then if, some, if something goes wrong, he can uh, take, take a look on the ECG and monitor. And uh, uh, stress tells can reveal an ischemic effect or an arrhythmia. But see, okay, I, I, I'm telling you, and I know you're, what you're saying is right. But 1% of the bodybuilding community is going to do this. They're going to have the courage to walk in to a cardiologist. Or a doctor and say, you know, I'm a bodybuilder. I want to make sure my heart is healthy and undergo all of that scrutiny and and all that. The 99 percent, they're not going to do it. That's why they're dying. What what I what what I'm saying is this to you. Just I'm just I'm not asking you to prescribe. I'm not. Ask, I'm just saying to you. So, if I'm a bodybuilder and I go ahead and I buy the blood pressure cuff, which is the first step, and I start testing my blood pressure, I go, wow, my blood pressure is regularly 190 over 100. This is very realistic for bodybuilders. 190 over 100. And I could find uh, a calcium channel blocker or an ACE inhibitor. And I start out with what kind of dose? 20 milligrams, 30 milligrams, take my blood pressure, see where it goes. How long do I take it before I, I know that that's the dose? Can you talk about any of that? No, it's so my field. I'm sorry, and I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not responsible to do this. Another thing I want to say is about the stimulus. The stimulus are responsible of elevating heart rate and blood pressure. They can lead to uh, tachycardia and also to elevate, you know, blood pressure and stroke. And stimulants uh, can rush you to the hospital. So when you're rushed to the hospital, you say that I consumed clenbuterol or ephedrine and then goes 
everything and then you're under ultrasound and uh, whatsoever. Therefore, the stimulants and pre-workout stimulants formulas are also very dangerous and this can bring to to the ER, to the emergency room. Yes. I, that, the, the, so in 2002, I went to the emergency room because I had was in a rapid, rapid state of tachycardia. And it was because I was using large amounts of caffeine and I was using lots of drugs at the time. Uh, Trenbolone was the one I know that between the Trenbolone and the caffeine, that sent me to uh, to the ER. And it was and, it, and they gave me a shot of uh, of diazepam, and everything leveled out. And they, you know, and, and yeah. I went home, and that was it. Yes. Another thing, I was, yeah. No, go, go ahead. Good, and then I'll ask my question. Um. Yes, gear also anabolic steroids contribute to. Uh, arrhythmia because there is a disturbance in electrolytes yes. and especially calcium and magnesium, but calcium plays a fundamental role in muscle protraction. Yes. Therefore, some guys uh, uh, describe that they have this kind of elevating in blood pressure even though they're not using stimulants. And this is because of the abuse of anabolic steroids uh, that uh, flux, that uh, disturb the, the electrolytes and it's possible for electrolyte retention, as we know. That's how they lead to edema. In fact, in fact, electrolyte manipulation by anabolic steroids is why you get stronger. It's why your muscles contract harder. It's not because the androgen receptor is being stimulated. It's because strong anabolic steroids like Trenbolone have been shown to actually change the, the, the efflux and, and, and influx of magnesium and, and calcium in and out of muscle fiber. That is why your muscles fire so hard because these, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's changing the normal osmolity of the muscle. Yeah, they are, yeah, yes, they work osmotically. Yes, that's a good point. Yes. So I stopped uh, last weekend, Sunday. Uh, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. I stopped all caffeine, coffee. It just wasn't working for me anymore. I was, I've been abusing caffeine for twenty years. Abusing. How do you work? Out? How do you manage to work out? Well, I, 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 so I feel pretty bad. I do. I, I don't. I, my, my, my brain feels a little funky. Um, I, I don't feel like moving. I, I literally could fall asleep just sitting here. But I'm not. Cha- I'm, I'm done with it I, because I was back to a thousand milligrams a day, and I wasn't even feeling it. I had to go up higher than that. You had diarrhea. You had diarrhea What's that? Diarrhea. No. No. With one gram. Of caffeine anhydride. Well, well, I didn't take it all in one shot. I took it over the course of the morning, the first, the beginning of the morning. But um, so something I just noticed, and I never knew it before, because I've been abusing caffeine and coffee, especially. Like I, I would have a a, a a a a large cafe americano, which is six shots of espresso, and I'd get it with ice, so I could just down it really fast. Cause I could feel the buzz then. I didn't want to sip it. I wanted to just chug it. So. You were just talking about water retention a second ago. So I never realized how skinny my ankles are. Since I've ca- cut caffeine out, my ankles are all vascular. There's no fluid in my ankles anymore. So I mu- that, that was making me hold water for some reason. Caffeine is supposed to be there, right? I know. That's my point. That's why I'm bringing it up. So why in this case would it have uh, cutting it out have been more diuretic to me? I know, but caffeine is supposed to block antidiuretic hormone. Vasopressin. That's why you flash water. Um, 
Yes, caffeine is a sympathetic-omimetic stimulant that works in adrenergic receptors and is responsible for catecholamines rush, adrenaline, and adrenaline. This is how it speeds heart rate and uh, respiration. And, you know, it's called uh, uh, hyperventilation, you know, uh-huh. and also sweating. And this is a sympathetic effect of the adrenaline and noradrenaline. And also responsible for vasoconstriction. Vasoconstriction then leads to elevation of blood pressure and also narrowing of the lumen of the artery that eventually leads to less oxygen supply. The ischemic effect. Right, right. So um, what I'm hoping is, again, since we can't actually make any recommendations here because it would be reckless, blood pressure medicine is something that has to be monitored. But I believe strongly that we can learn what the doses are that doctors prescribe when a guy comes into his office and says, my blood pressure is 190 over 100, and then they give you a certain dose and they monitor it for six weeks, and then they go, that's good, or we got to go up, or we got to go down, because we have to crack this code, because while I respect everything that you're saying, if you're going to be a serious athlete, you need to have an EKG every year, you need to have... Uh, 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 a, uh, an echocardiogram every year. You need to have a complete workup every year. 99% of the guys who are going to listen to the show, they're not doing that. They're not going into their doctor at all because they don't want to be lectured. They don't want to be scrutinized. They don't want to be looked at like freaks because they're using okay. anabolic okay. steroids. Yeah, do what you like, but be healthy Yes, and but my point is they can find the right dose of blood pressure medicine without hurting themselves and you know you know Carl that one side does not fit all and this is strictly personalized yeah so how Uh, do we so how do we convince the guy out there who's buying gear online he's buying growth home online and he doesn't want to go see his doctor to go see his doctor on blood pressure medicine the blood pressure has to be below 140 the systolic and 90 the diastolic and actually, the new standards are below us, 130 and uh, 90. Uh, skip the salt intake, okay? Uh, consume water low in sodium. Um, avoid stimulants. And um, also use gear in moderation. Avoid aromatization also. And, uh, yes, skip those agents that are responsible for water retention. Um, these are some general rules, you know. Uh, also, perform uh, phlebotomies or yes. because too much of blood forces uh, pressure into the arteries. Yes, in direct mechanism. Yes, every two yes. months, <laughs> every two months, give up a pint of blood. You'll save somebody's yes. life, including your own. Every two months, you know what? I I have been threatening to write a book. People keep saying, Carl, when are you going to write a book? I go, I'm not an expert at anything. Oh, but you know, if I write a book, it's going to be about blood donations. Because I really believe that donating blood could be the one thing you can do, no matter what your circumstances are, that could actually extend and improve the quality of your life. And so I was joking one day, and I said this to somebody and said, well, what about cancer? I said, look, if they stick that needle in my arm and a and a, a metastatic cell just broke loose from a tumor and is going by, it's going to get sucked right into that bag and out of my body. This is false. I mean, even, even a, a patient with cancer can donate. There's yeah. no problem. No, no, but my point is 
getting dirty blood out of your body is quite possibly the most wonderful thing that we can do today. What you said in your show is like the carpet changes uh, oil. <laughs> yeah, right. Like changing your – listen, I've been saying it for – I did my first show about bloodletting uh, with Dr. Michael Smith in 2010. It shows men die before women, and the study tried to show that it was because once women go through menopause and they don't bleed anymore, they catch up to men. So they made the equivocation. They said, oh, it's because of the bloodletting. Yeah, this is one point. The other is that we have more androgens that stimulate EPO. This is the other mechanism. But also, yes, menstrual cycle is a loss of blood, yes. Donate but, uh, blood. Uh, Donate blood. <clears throat> Donate blood. Donate blood and have the courage to walk into your doctor. You know, if you have to have a talk with yourself, like, okay, I know what my doctor's going to say, you know, I'm, you don't admit you're using anything. You don't go in there and say, well, yeah, I'm using gear or nothing like that. You just go in and say, you know, I've been checking my blood pressure and it's pretty high. Can you help me with that? Sure. And if he tries to lecture you, if he asks you, you're on anabolic steroids, say no. That's it. But have the balls to go in there and get it done because you don't want to be – that guy that's not here tomorrow, and we're talking about you. It doesn't have to be this way. That's my point. This is this is just stupidness now. It doesn't have to be this way. Arrogance, yes. It's reckless and arrogance. Yeah. Yes, and and, and 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 plus, if you love the sport, live long. Give everybody yeah. the big middle finger. Say, look, I was a bodybuilder my whole life, and I'm 83 years old, and look at me. Live long. Help the sport. Don't die young. As I told you in, a, in our last show, we bodybuilders give steroids a bad name because of the abuse. Otherwise, steroids are friendly and supposed to heal in certain diseases. I had to go for uh, I had to go for an echocardiogram with uh, every one of my surgeries I've had recently. You know, they looked at my heart. They said my heart is fine. Um, okay. I check my blood pressure at least three times a week now. I used to check it more often, but I'm only on 300 milligrams of testosterone a week right now, so I don't feel that's excessive. Uh, since I've cut caffeine out, my blood pressure has actually come down. And your resting heart rate is slower. Is lower. It's coming down. Well, see, now I still suffer from iron overload. I have quite a few more blood donations to go before my iron level comes down. Iron overload will also increase uh, act, the the uh, electrical activity in the heart. So I do did have. You have elevated ferritin? Did, you have elevated, did you have elevated ferritin? Protein? Ferritin and uh, a TIBC, which is direct iron. Direct. So iron. hemochromatosis. Did you have that hemochromatosis? No, I don't have hemochromatosis. It was just from uh, the high androgen use. I stopped donating blood for about I don't know, maybe five but years. Androgens and steroids increase the. the the iron absorption in the small intestine. That's why they also treat anemia. Well, not only that, but look at me. I mean, I take a lot of supplements that actually increase the absorption of iron. I take vitamin A. I take vitamin C. Vitamin C. And, and, and for, for, for the past decade, I've eaten at least one pound of beef every day. Yes. So I, I'm the perfect candidate for, for uh, high iron. And I'm getting it under control. i got to tell you something. The last, last time I donated blood, I slept better that night. I could see it on my ring because I tracked my sleep. I was like, oh, my God, it's getting, I'm getting better and better. I got about three more donations to go, and I'll be where I need to be, and then I'll stay on that. Every two months, I'll just donate blood. That's you have syndrome and heat intolerance because of the high hemoglobin? Are you using aspirin also? No, I do use some other things to thin the blood. I don't use aspirin. You think I should use aspirin? 
No, in case it goes above 18, your hemoglobin? Yeah, no, it's, it's, low, it's lower now. Last time they checked it before they took my blood, it was 17. So it's it's down now. It, it was high. When I first started doing this, I, I couldn't donate blood at the Red Cross. They sent me away. They said, your hemoglobin is way too high. It was like yeah. it was like close to 30. And the cutoff with them was 19 or 20, I think. Yes. Yeah. But so yeah. I had to go. I had to go have a prescription written for therapeutic phlebotomy because they just throw the blood away. They don't give it to anybody. Yeah. Uh, but but now it was last time they checked it. It was uh, it was 17 or below 17. So I'm I'm now I'm on the good side. But now I got to come down more. Yes. Another thing I want to say that uh, growth hormone in IGF one as a result is responsible for enlarging of the heart, the so-called hyperplastic uh, phenomenon. That it can get downhill and diminish to the size under fasting conditions. Therefore, all this bubble gut and the enlargement of the viscera and the internal organs can get reversed, as Dave Palumbo managed to do, to do through fasting and uh, restriction of calories for a prolonged time. Yes. So it is reversible. It is promising. Yes. And Dr. Mardi Pasquale talked about that on my show many years ago. He said that it's reversible. He said it's also high protein because. Uh, a lot of the uh, amino acids from protein are absorbed and stay in the uh, intestines themselves. And he said, especially glutamine. He said, so when you're on anabolic steroids and you're eating a lot of calories every single day, you're putting a lot of energy through the machine and it's high protein, this is like the trifecta for enlarging all of the organs in, in, yes. in the viscera. Yeah. Protein and uh, amino acids so. Uh Responsible for tissue growth, yes. Uh, is there anything that we have missed about this discussion, the plea for people to start checking their blood pressure? Heart, heart is a muscle, and 50% of the muscle of the fibers of the heart are, are resemble the skeletal structure. Therefore, uh, the heart <clears throat> reacts to lifting weights and becomes thicker. And also, of course, because the heart also has androgen receptors that... Uh, that um, Reply to anabolic steroids, of course, yes. Yeah. I want uh, to... Good, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, as I told you before, blood pressure is a silent killer, and somebody should monitor this before waking uh, up in the morning, and uh, especially in the left arm because it's close to the heart, but you can uh, take them both and then uh, calculate the average. And, uh, yes, follow these prevention rules, as I told you before, uh, with salt intake, with low-sodium uh, water, with blood donating, <clears throat> with avoiding of stimulants, okay, uh, treating uh, sleep apnea. Um, and uh, if you're dehydrated, then your uh, hematocrite should elevate. Therefore, you should be well hydrated because the blood becomes more sticky. And when the patients come to my office and I have to drop them blood, I told me, have you drink at least half a liter of water in order to the blood drop to become easier? Because otherwise, the blood becomes more sticky. Important stuff. I want to take our last commercial break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up this discussion. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? 
Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Did you know that the U.S. Department of Health actually patented cannabinoids as antioxidants and neuroprotectants? So clearly there is promise for CBD to help with a variety of issues. H-Hemp's U.S.-grown CBD system is fully tested for purity and safety. For daily balance, H-Hemp has the best-tasting CBD tinctures available. Their Super Breath Blast delivers near-immediate relief and relaxation while on the go. And for your muscles, joints, and temples, the Magic Balm works wonders. Relax and feel better naturally with the H-Hemp CBD system from hemp.com. Imagine how successful your life would be if you could double your focus, double your mental energy, double your problem solving, your creativity, your willpower. Sounds too good to be true, right? That's what I thought until someone handed me a bottle of Qualia Focus. Qualia Focus is a mental performance formula that combines 24 of the most powerful molecules on earth to noticeably boost your brain power within just a few days of taking it or your money back. Qualia Focus blows coffee away, but a serving actually has less caffeine than a cup of coffee. That's because it boosts brain power the healthy way. Just go to neurohacker.com. That's N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com and enter coupon code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. And a serving of Qualia Focus costs one-fifth of that coffee you're drinking right now. Unlike coffee, Qualia Focus nourishes your brain in a comprehensive, healthy way for amazing brain power you noticed in just a couple days. That's neurohacker.com to try Qualia Focus and discount code SHR at checkout for an extra 15% off. All backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. Qualia Focus is a life changer, I promise you. Try it now for amazing brain power at neurohacker.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Move over, superheroes. This is the Superhuman Channel. Welcome back. Diego Paparella says something interesting. I didn't want to bring this up during the dissertation about sodium, but there's a lot of emerging research about sodium, especially... Um, a book written by a compatriot of yours, uh, Dr. James D. Nicolantonio, fellow Greek uh, living here in the United States, who wrote the book The, the uh, Salt Fix. Uh, and he has some really compelling information that kind of fits within the 
uh, dialogue that Diego has. He reducing sodium. Uh, he's reluctant. He says, as you reduce sodium, aldosterone increases to increase water retention. As you increase sodium, aldosterone decreases. Blood pressure increases when increasing sodium happens for the first couple of hours. Then as aldosterone decreases, blood pressure decreases. There is some emerging research out there that shows that sodium may not be the quote-unquote cause for water retention that we think. And in fact, uh, taking sodium is now something that some people are seeing a reduction in blood pressure. Well, Chrysler, uh, John Chrysler, was an advocate of that and that he said that sodium is not responsible for blood pressure and it's not a blame for blood pressure. But I noticed myself when I was consuming sodium because all the time I was skipping sodium or table salt, I noticed this kind of edema in my ankles, in my face, but I never noticed that this was something initially and then was gone. However, cardiologists uh, convince you to lower sodium intake and especially drink water low in sodium for hypertensive uh, patients. Yeah, I, I think they're wrong about that one. I really do. I, I, in my own in my own case, I just told you that cutting out uh, caffeine has caused me to lo- lose a lot of water. That's in the face of me actually. I salt my food continuously. Uh, I put salt in my oatmeal in the morning, and I also take uh, baking soda, uh, an eighth of a teaspoon, probably four or five times a day. Um, so. I, I I think sodium is still getting a bad rap. I think that uh, what Dr. James D. Nicolantonio points out in his book that increasing sodium increases uh, visco- uh, reduces viscosity of b- blood by attracting more water into the blood, and that that uh, we still don't understand the relationship between sodium and blood pressure. Here's another interesting angle. Uh, Aiden Ray says. <laughs> Uh, you know, carb-based water retention also plays a role in blood pressure. This is true. A lot people eat a lot of carbs. Yes, people who go keto or low carb. People who go keto or low carb. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Proteins are diuretic, and if you skip the carbs and you eat fiber with the protein, yes, you flush a lot of water. Yeah, I, I, people who go keto or low carb, their blood pressure drops just naturally uh, because they lose a lot of fluid. Um, so it, it, that's that's it's another interesting angle. And all of these are interesting angles, but what I don't want to happen is for a bodybuilder who's watching this show, even just one, who's using large doses of, of gear and isn't checking his blood pressure. He's just like, well, I, I'm going to get some uh, – I'm going to get a PDE5 inhibitor from my research chemical supplier because that's supposed to lower blood pressure. It doesn't. In fact, it's been abandoned as a blood pressure-lowering uh, drug because it didn't drugs. lower blood pressure. Go ahead. Well, this, these drugs were made for uh, uh, for pulmonary hypertension. Yes. Okay. In the lungs. Right. And now they found out that they lead to nitric oxide production and vasodilation of the cavernous bodies of the penis. Uh, but actually, some people uh, describe that they feel kind of. Uh, sluggish and hypotensive with Viagra or Cialis or Levita or whatever drug is because they they have this kind of uh, uh, you know uh, lose, losing of the of the arterial wall and, and, and also the, the venous network uh, but yes PD 
five PD uh, inhibitors that wait for pulmonary hypertension, right. not systemic. That, and, and so, so that's not going to help. And going low, well, I'll just go low carb. That's not going to help. Go see a friggin' doctor. Just walk in. Don't worry about what he's going to ask you. Just say no. You don't use gear. I'm no. I don't use any of that stuff. Thanks, doc. But my blood pressure is high, and I was wondering if you could help me. Because the more guy, the more guys we get to walk into a doctor, and 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 get their blood pressure under control, the more old bodybuilders we're going to have in thirty and fifty years. That's it. Simple math. Yeah. It's not going to make you weaker. It's not going to hurt your gains. It's not going to make you less aggressive. It's not going to make you lightheaded when you squat unless you use beta blockers. That's why you don't want to use beta blockers because those are the ones that will restrict your top end heart rate. And, yes, you could be lifting weights and then all of a sudden not feel good because the the adrenaline isn't working right now. It's not doing its job. But calcium channel blockers, they're not going to make you weaker. Uh, ACE inhibitors, they're not going to make you weaker. They are going to lower your blood pressure. And they're going to keep you alive longer. That's it. Some people are prone to high blood pressure and hypertension because of the high, high uh, to the cortisolemia. They have an increase of stress. And um, yes, uh, this is something that you're born with. Therefore, there's no need of using steroids to have blood pressure. Therefore, this may be a fact also that when you add on top anabolic steroids, make it worse. Therefore, every guy is different. I have to to say that uh, nobody's the same. It's called idiopathic uh, blood pressure that we don't know the reason, but mainly it's because of the catecholamines and the cortisol, the stress hormones. And I, I'm dealing with that now because I literally have pain in my face 24-7, and I feel washed out all the time, and I know it's because my cortisol levels are through the roof on top of backing off of caffeine. Maybe it wasn't the smartest thing to do. Diego Paparella says, talk about telmisarin as a blood pressure med with plenty of benefits. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what that is? No, it's not that Sorry, man. I don't want to comment on something I don't know about. But we'll look into it. So that's it. That's it. The message is out there. The message is simple. Don't ignore your blood pressure. Don't act like... If you don't... Let me put it this way. If you don't know your blood pressure and you are a drug-using bodybuilder, I'm telling you right now, you're an asshole. And I don't curse on this show usually. Like, you're a curl- you, you, know, you know how big your arms are and your quads are, right? You know that, oh, yeah, man, my quads are 36, yeah. And what's your blood pressure? I don't know. I don't check it. That's just stupid. Why don't you want to know? Why don't you want to know? I, I know that the old adage, they asked some um, athletes years ago, if you can win Olympic gold, but it... it but you only would live uh, five years longer, would you do it? They said, yes, that's just stupid. That really is. They, they'll well, say, is they, I'm sorry? This is vanity. Yeah, it's vanity, but it's stupid, and I'll tell you why. Because you'll say, yes, you'll win that gold, and then at four and a half years, you'll be like, damn, I don't want to die now. Life is just getting interesting. Know your blood pressure. If you're a bodybuilder, know your blood pressure. If you know how much you can squat and deadlift, know your blood pressure. It's a simple thing. Don't be. Why are you afraid to know your blood pressure? You're a big, tough guy. Why are you afraid to know it? Man, it's got to stop. I know a lot of people are going to come out after me and say I was a real asshole on this show. But well, you know, this is the reality, Carl. This is, you're doing a good thing. They have the problem. I'm sorry. But we have to know if this is innovative. 
You know, it's like having a bomb. It's going to explode. Let me get one one more uh, comment. He said, uh, when selecting an antihypertensive, would you prefer an ACE or ARB to help reduce remodeling? Now, remodeling, I told you, it works with beta blockers, okay, and cardiovascular exercise. Q10 also is a good supplement that helps, and it can help with uh, arrhythmia also. And L-carnitine is a substance that is responsible to introduce free fatty acids into the mitochondrium and enhance beta oxidation. Now, heart burns fat and fatty acids under um, low pace and lactic acid under higher pace. Therefore, L-carnitine can help as inotropic effect and perform an energy performance to the heart. This I was told by this from a cardiologist that I cooperate too with. And Q10 with L-carnitine are, yes, a very basic uh, supplementation for the heart as a prevention. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Diego posted a link. I'll go back and look at it later uh, on what the telomeres... It's tell Miss Artan. Oh, I've heard of Valsartan. I think that's the one they just recalled because it had some uh, it had some things in the uh, pills that weren't supposed to be in there recently. But anyway, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. So that's it. That's all we got. Get your blood pressure tested. Know your blood pressure. And if it's high, take something to lower it and continue to compete and do all the great things that you do. And if you really are bold and serious about your sport... Go see a cardiologist once a year, like Dr. George points out. It's a good thing. That's it, right? Yes. Okay. Heart is the most important muscle. Yeah. Train it. like like Take care of it like you take care of your biceps and your triceps and everything else. All right, that's all we got today. We got plenty of, uh, to talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow is Tuesday. We have uh, the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish. Uh, later this week, uh, we're going to have a guy on who is a master at training MMA fighters in strength and conditioning. And he fights himself, and he's, uh, he's an older guy, and I like him a lot. His name is Phil Dunlop. He's going to be on the show telling us the secrets of uh, strength and conditioning uh, for fighters. So we're going to, we're going to keep the, uh, the content going. Thanks a lot for being here today, Dr. George. You're welcome. Kiss your grandmother for me. Thank you. Okay, I'll Later. talk to you soon. And that's it. We'll see everybody uh, tomorrow.